studies on the interaction between neurons and other cells were carried out. But it was after the Second World War that the electrical properties of neurons became available as a result of electronic equipment, originally developed for military purposes. With the advent of the electron microscope during the 1960s, the detailed structure of the neuron could be studied. During the 1970s, it became possible to make electrical recordings from single neurons using anaesthetised animals without invading the skull. By the 1980s, it became possible to study the molecular channels in the cell membrane that regulate the electrical properties and behaviour of the neuron. But it is only recently that scientists have been able to study the activities of the living brain with sophisticated scanning equipment. It may be too soon to expect an answer to the far-reaching questions we have about the nature of the mind and of consciousness. Indeed, far from answering these questions, studies of physiology, psychology and other specialities have identified more questions than answers. This is not a failing by any means, but an illustration of how scientific investigation progressively asks deeper questions about the world we live in. It also says much about the human psyche. We're not content with simple explanations, but are curious to achieve an ever deeper understanding and strive to answer the hard questions such as, what is consciousness? Modern science has amalgamated many areas of study with the realisation that the brain and mind are intrinsically interconnected, and names such as cognitive neuroscience and behavioural neurobiology are used to describe these areas. The most successful area of study into the functioning of the brain during the past century has been that of neurons and their interactions with one another. However, given the complexities of the brain, its functioning cannot be predicted from its smallest constituents, the neurons, even in the simplest animal brain. There are many unanswered questions remaining about how a collection of neurons in the brain can trigger complex behavioural responses. As well as philosophy, psychology and neuroscience, consciousness has also been the subject of study within the diverse fields of mathematics and physics. Since physics is concerned with the study of natural laws, what it has to say about consciousness is no less valid than any other discipline. Its concern for the basic nature of matter within the universe could have important consequences for our understanding of the nature of consciousness. The hard question concerning consciousness is how the subjectivity of consciousness can interact with the physical brain. Physicists argue that the subatomic particles of quantum mechanics are the key to understanding consciousness as a state of matter. The nature of consciousness appears to be a mysterious extra dimension to the physical functioning of the brain, however complex this turns out to be. One thing seems clear, though. An explanation of the mind or consciousness must ultimately be an explanation of the way that neurons function, since there is nothing else on which to base a scientific explanation. With an understanding of how our brains work, given the confines of modern science to date, we can use that knowledge to make our mind work for us rather than against us, in order to achieve the success in life that we aspire to. We can appeal directly to our subconscious, bypassing the complex construction of psychological barriers and past conditioning that has built up over our lifetime. We can delve deep into our psyche to discover the dreams we have for our lives without undergoing years of psychoanalysis.
If we can understand how our brains think, we can make our minds work for us now. Chapter 1 about the brain. The evolution and development of the brain. The brain has evolved alongside other organs, systems and tissues of the body and is a product of natural selection. There are adaptive advantages in having a nervous system to coordinate the functions of a large animal, although it is by no means the only way of coordinating distant parts of a living organism. Plants achieve complex organization without a nervous system by means of physical and chemical signals. Even in complex